Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Welcome to Party Friday. Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, Grassroots Show, Two Straight Up, brought to you by... Hey, the show is brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine, along with HappyTrees.co. Um, coming up today, let me show just a little bit of a tease. We've got um, a history test with Al Sharpton. He, he does not pass, by the way. Um, and then Dave Williams, the party chair, is, is coming up about a big vote. You may have heard about it coming up on this Saturday. But first... First, I'd like to introduce everybody to Mark Chilson. He's a businessman who deals in water um, and is a great Republican. Um, and he's got an exciting announcement um, about the meeting tomorrow. Um, in which we'll get a report of the fact that the lawsuit has been filed, uh, but we need uh, money, as you always well, do. Yeah, the lawsuit we're talking about is um, Dave Williams announced this week that this is something Chuck and the, the group of married men and women have been working on for a couple of, more than a couple of years yeah, now yeah. to basically file a lawsuit saying that the law that was passed or the proposition that was passed in Colorado saying that Republicans had to have an open primary is unconstitutional and wrong on a number of levels. Um, and the, um, John Eastman, Randy Corcoran filed a lawsuit this week. Um, so we are suing Jenna Ellis and now, not Jenna Ellis. We won't sue her. Jenna Griswold. Now, now comes the fun part of that is paying for it. Right. That brings in Mark. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show and thank you for your time today. Good afternoon. Pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Sure. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Um, Mark's grandfather was a esteemed jurist, uh, Hatfield Chilson, a district court, federal district court judge was there when I clerked for Gene Breitenstein, so I got to meet him and, and enjoyed him, and he helped sponsor me for the Denver Country Club, so I have fond memories of his grandfather. <laughs> well, Mark, why don't you tell everybody about yourself? I'd like to just uh, mention first off that I am uh, not one of these people that was necessarily involved in politics uh, at all. <laughs> I thought that if somebody else was going to take care of it, surely there are adults in, the, in this situation in the no. society that are going to take care of politics for me so that I can just go out and try to make money. Well, yeah. uh, I've found out to the to my chagrin that, uh, that that's just not actually going to work. And uh, so that's been my political journey, one of uh, unwillingly uh, being dragged <laughs> into this by the actions of our opponents. So um, uh, just a general background on me. I'm a third generation Colorado native on my dad's side, a fifth generation Colorado native on my mom's side. So we've been around the state for a while and we have uh, really witnessed the you know the demise and the decline of our beloved state and uh, what's happened is not right and we're not going to stand for it and we're going to turn it around by golly all That's right well and, and and you reached out to us what's great about this is you know that so many people just sort of walk the walk but or talk the talk but you're walking the walk i mean so you reached out and you're like hey what can we do? Why don't you explain to us what it, I mean, this is a wonderful gesture and everybody here is going to want to participate in this. So why don't you tell us what it is that you're, you're offering to do tomorrow? Excellent. Um, so I wanted to uh, let everybody know that I am um, offering and uh, am going to match uh, my desire for the opt out for us to no longer have 
our opponents choosing our elected officials. If you are of that opinion as well, that our that Democrats and un- unregistered Democrats, we'll call them, yeah. are picking our electors, picking our uh, candidates for us, naturally they're going to choose the worst in the herd and the ones that are least motivating to the GOP base so that we have the lowest voter turnout among Republicans. And this is just one of the problems with uh, it. It also violates the First and Fourteenth Amendments as per the uh, filing of Corporal Neesman. Uh, it's a good uh, brief. You can go ahead and read it. You can find it online just with the, the appropriate search terms. So my offer is $15,000. I will match $15,000 of, of donations to, uh, a, to the combination of those donations made to the Colorado GOP and to those donations made to the Claremont Institute. So together, $15,000. And if you will uh, give me evidence of uh, you're having made that donation, or just give me the indication uh, in, in, in the form of an IOU that you will uh, grant. Well, what we hope to do is have yours matched tomorrow. Yes, uh, indeed. And, and tomorrow so, would be ideal. And so you'll you'll be there, and I'll make sure you make the stage to make this generous offer, and then you'll be on the side of the room, and anybody who wants to match it can match it. And I'd yes, like to see us get... checkbook. Yeah, bring your checkbook <laughs> and your pledging. And so I'd love to see for all these people. Oh, I support the the, <laughs> the lawsuit. Oh, I'm, oh, oh, give money, give a dollar. No, no, no. Um, oh no, it's we be great. <laughs> oh no, that's it's unethical, isn't precious. it? <laughs> that's 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 Stalinist. Yeah, that's no. Stalinist. Um, and so it's a generous offer, and it's going to be great, and it's gonna it's going to rack that room uh, tomorrow. Um, and I promised uh, Mark I'll get him upstage, and I'll. I'll make sure that's done on air <laughs> when the chairman comes on um, after Mark. <laughs> yeah, we're having Dave on right after you. Well, let's talk a little bit. So, yeah, folks can, if they're not going to be there tomorrow, you can go. I think the easiest way to do it is through the Claremont Institute. And I'm going to give you, and we, if you don't get it, we can tell a bit of it. It's easy one. It's litigation.claremont.org. So litigation.org. Claremont, C-L-A-R-E-M-O-N-T dot org. And some people may have received a link from the Colorado Republican Party. You could do that, too. And, Mark, how would they, how would those people? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. What we're going to do. We're going to reserve the 15 for tomorrow. Okay. And if we don't get the whole 15, uh, then we'll make another pitch on Monday. Okay. Um, to, to get Very it. Good. So <laughs> that's uh, well, so talk a little bit. I mean, you, you put it better than any, I've heard anyone in a long time calling them not unaffiliated voters, what they are who are voting in the Republican primaries. They're unregistered Democrats, many of whom, as we saw in the lower Lauren Boebert race, specifically go unaffiliated just to vote in the Republican primary. Now you said you're not a political guy, and like you get this right. <laughs> I mean, it's this is what what opened your eyes. Um, well, if I'm willing to spend five bucks for a beverage at Starbucks, if I'm willing <laughs> to go and get my car repaired for two thousand dollars, I mean, what these these dollar amounts that we're talking about for for our freedom, securing the freedom of our grandchildren, to, we're talking about minuscule money. This is how the venture capitalist Democrats are killing us. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, and, you know, and one of the things that Republicans and the Democrats count on Republicans being, uh, you know, talking the the good game, but then not showing up with their money because all of these things take money. Right. I mean, we put in promissory notes and things like that because the lawyers need to prepare and do the work. Talk about, you know, you said you're, you're fifth generation on your mom's side, third generation on your dad's side. 
Um, and probably like a lot of people thought, you know, I'm doing my part. I'm living my life. I'm paying my taxes. I'm contributing. I'm raising my family. What was it that happened that made you say, holy cow, I got to start doing more? Living in China for three years was a big indicator to me as to just how bad it can be. Mm. And that uh, it really isn't our money. It's just in the process of becoming the Marxist's money. So right, long as right. you're Marxist in your country that you tolerate, which we now do. Yeah. And uh, so if you tolerate the Marxists, they will eventually come to power and they will put a bullet in the back of every head of every substantial property owner. That's it. That is the rules of the game. Secondly, the thing that these uh, venture capitalists, the, the big supporters of the, de- of the socialist revolution, what they don't understand is that unless you already are on the inside planning who you're going to eliminate once you take power, then you're going to be one of those people who is eliminated as an unnecessary chattel liability. The communists will always annihilate, I mean, actually physically kill those that help them to power because they don't want to owe any favors to those that help them to power. How people can read history and not read this and realize this is beyond me. I love that saying that if you're not, don't have a seat at the dinner table, you're on the menu. <laughs> you're, oh, excellent. Well, that's even better said. Well, and you know, we've seen that happen in Colorado. I mean, we used to live in Denver, right, you know, right near Cheeseman Park. And you can't, I was seeing today, you know, they wring their hands about what will we do about the homeless? And everyone's, you know, attacking the mayor for doing a homeless sweep. It's like what they had taken over this whole 2200 block of Stout Street. And it's like, and somehow that's bad that we're clearing those people out. And I'm like, I can tell you right now how you get rid of it. It's like, don't tolerate it, right? When you let people go there and you tolerate it, and then, and then you're criticized if you're a business person and then downtown is a mess, a, a mess anymore and they all go go oh, i wonder what's going on here. why aren't people coming down anymore the communist revolution wants those people on the street the notion that they want to clean anything up is ridiculous <laughs> they are to be there as a class revolution statement right yeah right well, and you know, you sent me an email too i mean you have a, a, i mean you like what did you say that you were quoting you know the status quo is, you know, staying in the same mess or something like that, a Ronald Reagan quote? Yeah, one of those great quotes by our hero, Ronald Reagan. The status quo is Latin for, quote, the mess we are in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you, I mean, have you talked to other, I mean, how, are you, you were saying, you know, you haven't been particularly active in the Republican Party. Have you talked to other business owners? I mean, what do they talk about? And do you think there might be other people too who say, hey, you know what, one step towards getting this cleaned up is letting, going back to the system where Republicans elect Republican candidates? Um, I don't have, I don't take a specific position on the camping, in case, just so I'm clear on that. Um, right. Because it's, it's too complex for our discussion here. Um, going back, um, could you ask the question again, please? Okay, well, with the lawsuit, I was just saying, have you had discussions with other, you know, your businessman, right? right? Other okay. businessmen? 2015, who- yes, thank you. 2015 was when I started to realize just how bad it was. 2016, I started getting involved with the GOP, and now I've uh, gotten involved as precinct committee person, and now am co-captain of House District 6. Interestingly, House District 6 is the district in which both Capitol Hill and the Capitol itself reside. So it's an important House district, and many of the leaders of the Democrats come through HD6, interestingly. So uh, although I was guilty of being politically uh, apathetic in the past, I have gotten on board and have gotten uh, have shouldered my load uh, of the yoke 
uh, well, and well, uh, get involved at the precinct level. What, what's a co-captain? I mean, I know chairman. I know we have chair, co-chairs, vice chairs, secretaries. I've never heard of a captain. No. We have two of us in case there's one of us who's unavailable for a meeting or for an official capacity action. We then okay. have a backup as a co-captain, and that's what I serve okay. as. Elizabeth okay. Tabato is the captain for House District Six, and well, I know, serve as her as her co-captain. And it's kind of what I did too. I had not, I mean, Chuck, as you know, has been really politically involved. And I started doing it like with the show. And again, you just, you know, we have a 12 year old, they have a 37 year old, you have children, like you said, you want to leave them something. And so I too am a PCP. I mean, I didn't even know what it was, right? Right. And still don't. No, I have a vague sense now. Um, I I know that I'm, but basically, I'm the one that's supposed to do all the work and and there's no money involved. And and, and, that's us. That's more important. You can't boss anyone around. But, (laughs) But it's where it all starts and i just can't applaud you enough and and not only you but everybody who's done this too who's looked around and said okay enough's enough i'm going to get involved but i really appreciate the fact that you're saying and you know what i'm going to put my money where my mouth is too and nothing against george brockler but we had him on the show the other day and george was debating him and we won't get into the topic of the debate chuck was debating, chuck was debating him and and um so george, chuck said to george because george was talking about all he's done to support stuff and chuck's like well have you donated to the lawsuit <laughs> and he's like well, no. It's like, well, <laughs> well, what have you done? Uh, I mean, are you part of the litigation team? Do, what, what have you, you know, what do you consider you're doing? Well, I mentioned it on the radio show. I go, woo <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, what do you think? Do you, you seem such a, it's great to meet you this way. I mean, you seem cheerful. I mean, it's got to be tough being like a Republican in Denver. That's where Chuck was in, in yeah, Chase oh Park, right? And and he'd be like the only person at his meetings. So he got no, I wasn't, I wasn't the only person, no, but, but, but I, it was easy to get elected to the state assembly. I'll tell you that because there weren't <laughs> too many people running. But you seem optimistic. Yes, indeed. It's actually a lot more fun to be on the outside trying to work your way up to up to the top spot again, because Republicans were establishment for so long. We had so many inherent advantages, which we've just whistled away. And those advantages exist no longer now that the corporations are woke, now that the uh, capital markets are against us. And now that our opponents are paid political operatives, we now have the opportunity to be the unpaid, the volunteers, the uh, the real enthusiastic ones that the Democrats have been in the area of politics in the past. And they've had a great deal of fun with it. There's a lot more fun to be had when you're number two trying to get up to uh, trying to reach party <laughs> than it is being establishment number one. Well, when you talk to folks, I mean, so you're a precinct um, captain, so you obviously must talk to people there. Do, what, is, it as, is Denver as hopeless as maybe it may seem or are people yes. starting, well, or are people yes, starting to wake up, do you think? No. No, Denver is supremely important because we have the vote count. We have so many constituents inside of Denver County that anything we can do to get to these people increases our vote count for statewide elections tremendously. Secondly, we have the nice attribute of having our constituents, of having our voters close together. You can do these neighborhood walk programs that give you the exact way to do two people along a block. And you can knock out a block in five solid five, ten minutes, maybe. It's amazing how many voters we can reach in the state of Colorado because of this Denver denseness of, of our yeah. population. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that. In so many of the Republican counties, it's just not possible. You have to right. hop in your car, et cetera. This is yeah. the great advantage of Denver County. It's why Denver County is so important. As long as we hit 23% of the statewide races being achieved, be Republican votes out of Denver, 
county, we will win state elections. You know, that's something Casper Stockham was a longtime candidate on things. I mean, one of the times he was running for CD1 mm-hmm. in, in Denver. And that was something he said, too. He's like, you know, yeah, no, I'm not going to beat Diana to get. But he said, if we can turn out the, the percentage you were just talking about, he said, that's enough. If everybody, all the other counties do their part to kind of put us over the line. Well, but I can't tell you how hard it is uh, to get 23 percent. I mean, I've watched good chairman of Denver County just bang their head saying, I'm going to get above 20% and they get 18, 17. Yeah, Jake Viano. Jake Viano. If you can see in the comments, people love you. So Charlene, if if you don't get the 15,000, you're going to have to match Charlene. She just donated her monthly church tithe to the Claremont website saying the churches aren't doing anything worth my tithes. And then she says, Mark totally gets it. Mm -hmm. A Marxist takes over, just check their playbook. So, Uh and then if you guys are listening, Charlene posted the Claremont site there. It's litigation.claremont.org. Well, I think, you know, hopefully you will energize some of the people. We're counting on him. You know, fifteen thousand. He'll match it. That'll take us to thirty. You know, that's three fifths of the goal they did for the preliminary stuff. So we may just do all that Saturday. <laughs> I want people to bring their checkbooks because I'm yeah. going to bring mine. I want everybody to fulfill this subscription. Write me the sufficient number of checks right then, and show me the checks that they've written. And then I will write that fifteen thousand dollar check out, combination of fifteen thousand, two different checks, and I will write those out right there on the spot and send them out that day. All what? right, there we go. Well, Mark, thank you so anyway, much. It's great. We'll see, back. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. Look forward to thank it. Thank you so much for having me. Stage. It's an honor to be on your show. All right. Thank you, sir. I'm going to be with you. Thank you. All right. Mark Chilson there. What a great. I mean, he contacted me and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'll match it. And then you guys have been talking. He goes, 15,000. I'm like, 15,000? Uh-huh. It's like, that's amazing, guys. Yeah. Um, And then look at the energy there. I mean, hopefully. Tomorrow, and we'll have Dave on here. And and actually, um, Mar- uh, Thomas, if you want to go ahead and call Dave too, because does Dave, Dave even know about this? No. Oh, I was surprised, Dave. No. Um, but I think you're right. Get him on the stage. Then he doesn't know he's gonna, he's got a new person. He's got to get it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> he may take it out of your time. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm Stalin. That's what you can't take Stalin's oh, time. Right. Hopefully there'll be time to get somebody on the stage who's not just talking, but who's yeah. actively not only contributing money, he's helping raise money. I mean, that's that's a, to me that's astonishing, right? Just yeah. out of the blue, this person who's not, um, you know, like a giant politico, he's not a consultant, he's a businessman who doesn't like what's happening in Colorado. So, yay and yay for you, Charlene, too. Yeah, um, we have donated again, and I think you know the lawsuit is huge, right? I mean, and we'll be talking. Well, all more of it is about huge. All of it works together. And, yeah. You know, some people say, well, I'm not for this. They all work together. If you're not for the opt-out, you're not for the lawsuit. And you don't fool anybody you're saying you're for the lawsuit. If you're not for the opt-out, and if you're not for the Bonneville Amendment, you're not for the opt-out. And if you're not for the opt-out, you're not for the litigation. And we have Dave Williams with us here. Hey, uh, the chairperson of the Colorado Republican Party. Hey, Dave. Happy Party Friday. Hey, Hey, well, how you doing, Chuck? Really? Good, good. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've been listening, but we just had Mark Chilson, the grandson of Hatfield Chilson, who was a great federal judge on, and he's coming down, and we got to get him a space with John Case. He's bringing his checkbook. To the to the meeting tomorrow. Tomorrow. And he'll be on the side of the room, and he'll match everybody, anybody who contributes that day. To the lawsuit. To the lawsuit. He'll match it up to $15,000. So you got to get him on Fantastic. stage with John Case, and he's tell, and he'll be on the side of the room and say, you know, you come over, show, show you know, show the check to Claremont, and uh, 
off and running. So we can get them on stage, can't we, for a $15,000 match? You you bet. Anyone that wants to write the party a check for this effort will get on the stage. Okay, Mark, you just heard it from the chair. (laughs) I mean, I I was telling Mark, because what happened is is he had reached out to us, and he's like, Julie, I just like, I listen to your show. I I hate what's happening to the state. He hasn't been. He's a PCP, right? He's just getting involved in politics. And he said, I will match. And every time he and Chuck talk, so maybe they can talk more, they raise it a little bit. I will tell you that. He's like, I will match up to $15,000. Anybody who, Saturday who contributes to the lawsuit fund. And he said, and if you don't get it, which hopefully you will. But he said, Dave, he's like, I will write the checks right then and there, right there. He says, I'll hand them to you guys. I mean, that's that's great news. I mean, you don't really see that happening that much enough, do you? No, not enough. I assure you that. all right well let's talk a little bit then about the the meeting so we'll have well we know we'll have mark on there um we know we'll have chuck on there leo was saying chairman i yield my time to mr stalin um and you talk about the meeting tomorrow and how important it is yeah this is a very very important meeting for two reasons one you know and this has kind of gotten lost in the mix a little bit but we're we are actually electing uh, someone to become our new vice chair. We have a vacancy with Priscilla Ron, and we have four candidates now that are running uh, to replace her, and that's the very first thing that we're going to get to after we get past our uh, rules and credentials and all that. And then the second important thing that we're doing is we're passing bylaws. Uh, probably the most um, you know entertaining bylaw is, uh, of course, the uh, appropriately named Bonnie Will Amendment. Um, that's number seven, and we're gonna we're gonna really you know get into why it's necessary. If if people want to opt out, uh, then it's absolutely necessary that they support this amendment. Okay. Well, and 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 hilariously, your opponent to the uh, last time running for chair says it's the most unethical, <laughs> amoral, everything else, and you kind of go, that's interesting. So the Democrats force you. The 75% threshold, and every uh, no-show is a no. Um, and if you pass it, you have to keep on passing it every two years or automatically ratchet back to the uh, open primary. But that's morally good, you know. But if you say <laughs> no, if you don't come, it's considered a yes vote. <laughs> Somehow that's unethical yeah. and Stalinistic. And, 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 we've, and this is what I love about this debate. We've had a long time a need for a reckoning, a need to, for people to know. Um, somebody said I have a nice haircut. For me. You're Thank just you. distracted by compliments. <laughs> yeah, anytime you want your thing uh, read from the chat section, just make it a compliment. Um, but yeah, I think the Bonnie Bell Amendment, what it did is it sort of took the mask off of people, I think, inadvertently. Yeah, and, it has. I mean, I mean who's, who's come out against it? Dick Wadhams, gee, that's that's amazing. Um, John Caldera, uh, Mr. Independence Institute, gee, that's amazing. He's not even a Republican. No, he's not even a Republican. Um, and and so it really has, you know, the people are going to have to stand up, and I think we're going to take pictures of who's for it and who's against it because it's you're either really a hidden Democrat um, pretending to be a Republican, um, or you're real. America first principled Republican. And that's how it's going to divide down. It is not going to be. And and so typical of Eric Audlin, you know, morally perfect. That is, is this. Wait, wait, this. Well, let, let Dan answer no, the but, question. You're I'm kind of, kidding. you're going on a no, rant. No, I'm not. Well, that's what I do. I'm Stalin. 
That's what Stalin did. He, he could do it for hours. I mean, did you say though that this? Ha- I don't think that was. No, I know that wasn't Chuck's intention. His intention was try to 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 boost the lawsuit. But would you agree that this does seem to have exposed people, uh, and that's why they're so freaking out. Who otherwise like to hide? Would like to hide? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a fair uh, characterization to say that if you don't support the Bonnie Will amendments and you don't support the opt out because they, they go hand in hand and by extension, even the lawsuit, because they they intellectually go hand in hand. If you just follow logic, A, then B, then C, then you want to be for this. Uh, and I do think it's, it's intellectually inconsistent for anyone to say, you know, it's immoral to do it this way, but then not have a problem with the state imposing a default no on right. those who fail to submit their ballot. I, I, we don't get neutrality. We don't get to count abstentions. We have to pick yes or no. And it doesn't make any sense for the state to impose upon us how we choose how to govern ourselves. I think it makes more sense that the party do that for themselves. Well, and let me you know, I want to talk about this in a little bit, because, because Dave, I want you to know, we've had some people here on the chat section are talking about, um, you know, they're donating to the lawsuit. I mean, Mark really fired people up um, and they don't, they're donating to the party. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk. The party obviously could use money. So this came out. We got this in the mail. I'm sure you've seen this. This is Dave Williams. They can't see it. They oh, can't see it. I'm sorry. Dave Williams, shady new rules, blah, blah, blah. Then this picture, Dave Williams sneaking in shady new rules while you're not looking, right? Obviously, going against the, the what you guys are trying to accomplish tomorrow, and so and this is not my work. I'll give credit to Aaron Wood. The address on this flyer is ninety eight seventy eight West Bellevue Avenue, Suite twenty five zero eight, which, according to Aaron Wood, um, is the ad. What it is, I looked it up. It's a post office box, basically, and it's the address of something called Wright, Colorado. Well, Wright, Colorado apparently is a 501c3 nonprofit with the Hudson firm in Castle Rock as a registered agent. Roger Hudson is a senior media strategist and principal of the Hudson firm. He is a Castle Pine City Council member, by the way, who you guys recently censured um, for joining in on that horrific support of the transgender activist in, in a whole other state. I mean, so that I don't know what something like this would cost, Dave, but this would probably cost a few thousand dollars, right, to mail this out. So they can spend their money this way, right? But they sure as heck don't Anonymous want to Anonymous hit piece. Yeah. They sure don't want to help the Republicans. Because party. they're moral. And 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 you are not, Dave. Yeah. You're shady. And I'm yeah, no, it will be when when Roger Hudson's done holding a grudge, maybe he can spend his money against Democrats. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I what I would what I would say is that I what I like about this debate is that it, it is bringing people out uh, who I think have traditionally hid, you know, and just kind of hoped that they didn't have to make a decision on, you know, a way forward for a party, a way to get out of the of the open primary. I mean, here's the thing: I don't mind criticism. I don't mind others that you know want to critique what we're doing, but give me a solution. You know, what's your alternative? We have lost three successive elections through the open primary process, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, what is your solution? You know, I, I don't understand. Same. You can criticize. More the same. Well, keep, 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 on, more the same. Keep, keep on getting lower and lower Republican registrations, less and less success. Um, they're happy. Uh, what, what people don't understand, but it's easiest to understand is at the national level. When Mitch McConnell withdrew all the support from Arizona and other places and poured it all into an independent in Murkowski. He didn't want to take the Republican Party back to the to uh, the lead, the Senate. He wanted just to make sure that he 
remain the part, the head of a minority. And that's what this is. I mean, that's what Phil Antunes yeah. wants to do. He just wants to be the head of a minority party. Well, all I can say is that I, you know, I, I have faith um, in our central committee. I really do. And ultimately, the message that people need to understand is we can't keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And we've done this three done. times. Yeah. We've, yeah, we've done this. We've done this three times. Three times we did this experiment with open primaries, and we've gotten our asses kicked. Worst time. Worst. The last one worst was worst. John Caldera and Dick Wadhams uh, last time said, we are just on the verge of an amazing victory, and they want to do the opt-out. <laughs> if we do the opt-out, we, we've got, we're, we're so close. And so they don't do the opt-out. Yeah, they hit their head handed to them. And they kind of go, well, that shows you we got to do more. Yeah, it was Trump. Of course it was Trump. Trump I, think, I, I, I think the great news about all this is that they, uh, they don't, their track record for making predictions are terrible. So um, I think people should take confidence in that if they're saying this is such a bad idea, it's probably going to be the best idea you've, you've ever experienced. And, you know, here's the thing, too. The other day I was I kind of joked, I was tweetingly joking with Ted Trimpa. So Ted Trimpa came out and, and, and yeah. was tweeting that this whole opt-out lawsuit, it's a disaster, it's suicide, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's all we need to know. Ted Trimpa, architect, the blueprint to destroy the Republican it's, Party. is against the opt-out. doesn't want us opting out. So, I mean, yeah, Ted, if, like, uh, if, Ted, if Ted Trimpa doesn't want us to do it, we should really take note. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Maybe we should do that and have you come say, well, again, you know, the other thing I think that is encouraging is that, you know, as you said, it's, we've been through this three times. So we're starting to see a little bit of actual data and information and data. Jeff has done a good job, along with the Neil Mathai of putting out graphs and charts and things that sort of show, okay, so they say, oh, we need to get the unaffiliated voters. So they show the, the percentage of unaffiliated voters. So I think are actually just Democrats, many of them, as we saw in Lower and Lowen Boebert's district. Um, so they register and they vote in the Republican primary, but then they do not turn around and vote Republican in the general. No, I mean, no, there, there are much more votes of unaffiliated this last election in the primary. They took uh, all these unaffiliated took uh, Republican ballots, except when it came to the election, they all voted for Democrats, not all of them. But but, you know, so the idea that, hey, Unless we give them a you know a chance to screw our candidates, uh, they won't. I mean, it's, uh, how can they stand themselves? How do they go to sleep at night? How does how does? Uh... Well, we don't want to. I don't want to put Dave there, but but Dave. Yeah, why not? What is your sense? And we'll let you go because I know you've got a meeting tomorrow. Um, but but it seems to me that people have woken up and people are are getting it and people are realizing even if it's just as basic as what you said we are getting our butts hand kicked and and um so we, we have to do something different i mean is that your sense too that more and more people are are waking up about this yeah i i think so i mean i i don't know how many times we have to put our hand on a hot stove and figure out that we shouldn't do that uh, you know this is what been happening with open primaries again all the more establishment members of our party you know heralded the uh, open primary they said it would be a boon to us and they kept saying this over and over again but the results don't add up i, I just don't know what else we need to do the proof is, is there we've seen it they don't time. care about the proof. Do they don't they don't want republicans to win That's well I, I i know i mean i know that we're onto their game right they're obviously right. have an agenda and they're not being truthful with us but the people i think have, are starting to see this they're starting yeah. to wake up and say hey wait a minute 
we can't keep doing this. And rightfully so. I mean, look, look at our legislature. It's a super minority status for us there. You have all statewide offices occupied by Democrats. I don't know what else, what other sign we need to, Hey, you know, reverse course, go back, go back to something that we, we knew was working for us. And that's when Republicans using our nominee. Well, and it also seems to me, uh, you know, an argument is you sure couldn't do worse, right? I mean, it, it would be, <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that should, I mean, that should be a part of the conversation. What do we got to lose? We were yeah. already devastated under under the prior leadership, but we suffered historic losses each time, right? 2018 was a historic loss. 2020 was an even more historic loss. And now we just suffered the greatest historical loss that we've ever seen in our party's history through Colorado. What do we got to lose here, guys? Yeah. The, exactly. Mix, hey, at least, mix at it least up. At least we're setting records, Dave. So I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, let me just a final question. We can let you go. Or, you know, I mean, anything else that's going to be going on tomorrow? It's a state central committee meeting that you well, want you're to going to have a very good treasurer's report, I understand. Yeah, we're 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 going to we're going to start to, you know, peel back the onion here and show everyone what we've been able to uncover there's been a lot of folks that want to take cheap shots at the party and myself uh but now that we're meeting with our members we're going to tell them exactly what we've discovered and you know uh that should at least inform people on why we're at where we're at uh so you know my my motto is and it's in scripture but it's true uh the truth will set you free and we're about to uncover the truth all, All right. right. It should be pretty. <laughs> it should be fun. Fun media. Probably have a little bit more media coverage than usual. So. Oh, no, you won't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if you expose <laughs> them, what they are. Well, that, that's true. That's true. Dave, thank you for your time. Good luck tomorrow. And thank you for offering to give, for allowing Mark Chilson to go on there and, and help the Republicans raise some money. What, what a great idea for a change, huh? You bet. You bet. Absolutely. Thanks for All having right. me on, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And this from Sandra. Hang in there, Dave. You have many people supporting you. Um, that, let's see. This is from Charlene. Charlene is always coming up with branding ideas. A new name for the creatures, Rindids. Republican in name, Republican in name, Democrats indeed. <laughs> I think Barney must have said something funny because people are laughing uh, with Barney, but I don't see it, Barney. But um, okay. So the rest of the show, we can kind of open it up. I see. Does somebody have their camera on and do they want to talk or is that? I think it's Mark. Is, no, Mark no, is there. Oh, okay. No. Well, all right. If anybody wants to weigh in, go ahead and, um, oh, okay. Do you want to talk? Oh, Jacob. Jacob, did you want to say something? Oh, Jacob, you keep an eye on Denver for us. Anything going on that you wanted to say or not really? No, I just, what, what's uh, Dick Wadham's position in the Republican Party? He's former um, party chair. He was party chair for six, eight years. Okay. Well, can't they have a vote to have him escorted out of the meetings? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, You know, I've been, you know, it's a good point. I mean, we had a resolution condemning um, people like Roger Hudson. What we got to do now is 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 do that. We formally request Dick Wattles, please join the No Labels or the Socialists or whoever you like, but. Please just go away. Well, yeah, because he was on Channel 4 the other night with Sean Boyd, and I, I knew she was going to bring him on. I mean, she won't bring on – I mean, Dave Williams, they just introduced Dave Williams, but they didn't say anything, you know, other right. than he's filing the lawsuit. 
I mean, just get get rid of Dick Waters. You know, he's a has been. Just <laughs> or at least somehow every time he speaks, say Dick Waters does not speak for the Republican Party. Well, you know what cracks me up about it, Jacob, is it is called the Bonnie Ball Amendment. None yeah. of those people, except for Ernest, right? Nobody right. has reached out to Chuck. It's like, why is there? I mean, I'm happy to be attacked some more. Um, yeah, I love being attacked. <laughs> do it because they know Chuck will point out the truth and be accurate. And you know, all they want to do is put on Dick Wadham saying how awful it is. You know, yeah. and don't you think they're screaming so loud? I mean, they're spending money sending out cheesy flyers. They must be totally freaking out about losing their power and the grassroots actually making some common sense changes that will help Republicans win again. Well, that, that's the, where that other lady came on the other day where she was talking about how they went door to door after the election to find out that people weren't voting because they didn't think their vote counted. Mm-hmm. This is a good time for her to go back and start re-registering these people. Yeah. yeah. Getting them. Because now you've got now you got voters. You'll have people that vote that will be heard. Uh, and they, I guess they can vote on the Bonniewell Amendment or at least I think there's a statewide amendment this year. Right. H.H. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, people don't realize you're going to lose your, your tabor oh, oh. for a lousy three percent return. Yes, right. Yes. Nope, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, Jacob. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Jacob. And we see Ben up here who wants to report on his email on the uh, Bonnyville Amendment. Uh, ben, uh, put yourself on. How's that email coming? <laughs> it went out. <laughs> it went out. What what time did it, it go out? It, well, I think Steve was sending it out for me. You know, it was just a reply to our. Uh, I know, our but did, but did Steve send yeah. it out? Yes. That's you what sure? I understand. And you're, well, check your email. No, no, you're the guy that, no, that you're no, never no, check no, your email. It's no, your no, minion no. who checks your email. Yeah, really. So, Chuck, I mean, did you hear Mark Chilson's wonderful matching up to $15,000 now? I, um, I did. And, you know, kudos to Mark. I'm glad that, that people that are in his, his deep into the pool here are actually stepping up and realizing that we need them and they need us. And I can't tell you how thrilled I am to see Mark do that. That is a, uh, we need just, we need more of Mark's. And, and you know, we have Brenda as well. Right. Yes. There, there is a group of people that are financially well set that are now paying attention. It's just not, you know, they have not, uh, this group is, is growing. And they've decided not to surrender the Colorado politics, the GOP, only to um, Anschutz, Phil Anschutz and his whims. So people are starting to stand up. When you have Mark that Matt is matching 15000 and then there's another gentleman, I believe, up in uh, the northern part of the state in the Fort Collins, Lar- uh, Larimer County area, that is also matching, I believe it was either five or 10000 Wow. People well, are now well, starting to, to recognize Okay. Yeah. So well, the, I, these things are coming. These things are coming around. So this is important. Thank you, Mark. That's right. what I got to say. Well, and I mean, is this this is the Stalinist? Is this Chuck is the Stalinist? Is that correct? Is that, yes, I yes, think I'm I Stalin. heard that uh, on I forget yeah. what Stalin's real name was. Probably Chuck Bonnewell. Joe. No, no, no. He's like Igor Gorokovic. It's, oh, it's uh, a very yeah. Slavic name. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, uh, wasn't he from a? He was from Georgia, I thought. Yes. Any, yeah, he was. Anyway, he was. Um, yeah, I listened to your debate with uh, George Brockler talking oh, about fun. a Stalinist here. 
I mean, <laughs> isn't a Stalinist somebody that would be willing to back the red flag log and strip or straw and strip you of your your Second <laughs> Amendment rights without any uh, you know evidence just because you have a uh, whacked out girlfriend or ex girlfriend that has now declared that you're crazy? That is that is a Stalinist. That's who uh, he is. He would he would never be a signator to the Declaration of Independence if this was two That brings up a really good point. Wait, well, hold on. No, never. hold on to that. Julie, you got to bring it up now. Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, please, so Ben, hold your thought because you're going to hang on because I want you to listen, to listen to this and then come back. Yeah, this is speaking of this. Um, for all the historians out there, and even I knew this, Al Sharpton the other day was talking about how awful, how awful Donald Trump is and why he deserves to be indicted and sent to prison. And then he offered this snazzy, I guess, comparison. If we could please, Thomas, play the uh, Al Sharpton soundbite. One day, our children's children will read American history. And can you imagine our reading the James Madison or Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at American history. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, can't wait to read, I can't wait to read that history book when I get to yeah, the chapter yeah, that's right, of, history book. of Tawana Briley, Briley is it? <laughs> but let me Tawana. get to that section. Tawana, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'd be, and you, I tell you what, these guys are crazy. but uh, And dumb. That's a good part <laughs> Yes. Yeah, say that, yes. And I said, you need to with with George Brockler, because I mean, I, you know, I've known George a long time and he's a good man. But it you is, know, it's it at a time when we're like, well, I mean, can you imagine if Thomas Jefferson said, well, guys, we better pay that tea tax. Yeah, the tea tax. We're required yeah. to pay the tea tax. Yeah. I, I don't understand why you guys are upset because we have been building, feeding and allowing the British troops to sleep in our homes at whim. Yeah. I just don't get it. Why Why don't we continue to do now that? Now we have to do it for Department of Justice lawyers. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, this, is, this is the insanity, and this is what I'm thinking why I was listening you know, to your debate with, with uh, Brockler, and I'm thinking I listened to the debate that he had again two years ago, and it was with uh, Randy Corcoran at the right. time. Right. He is simply willing to for, you know, just surrender all constitutional rights here, in my opinion. So I just don't know where he's coming from. And when you challenge him on whether or not he has donated uh, any funds to this effort, uh, right now I want you to just get him on the line, let him know that Mark is sitting out there to match any contribution <laughs> that he may have. You know, let's, let's see, you know, this is all about stepping up. Those of us, you included, Chuck, we went around the state two years ago, and six and a half years ago, it was a Neil and I that put forth that motion to sue the state, and it's taken this long finally to get to this point that we are now doing so. The grassroots are it's slow, but it's starting to gain momentum. To grow. You're, you're, well, and- you have constitutional rights, damn it, don't you ever surrender them. Mm-hmm. All right, Ben, thank you. Thank for you, Ben. Yeah. And thank you for all yeah. the work that you've been Thanks doing. Thanks for that email. And, and continue. Yeah, yeah, you rat. <laughs> it's an inside Just for your listeners to know, I was forced into that. So. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, we'll see you guys later. No, oh, thank you. Thank you. Charlene is saying it's, okay, thank you, Charlene. Rindin, not Rindin. Rindin. Um, 
Let's see. We passed a resolution of no recommendation to Arkansas for Asa Hutchinson. We should do the same thing for Dick uh, Dick Wadhams and George Brockler um, from Leo. I think the matching thing is good, making people get off their ass. It's only, yeah, and for also, you know, it's only an insurrection if you lose. That's true. <laughs> and from Barney, at least Billy didn't pop out of George. Oh, Bill, I can't say that, Barney. <laughs> he had money on that. And then from Charlene, Brockler is not who I thought. Watch what they do. Watch what they don't do when they could do something. Um, and then Leo says, that's even the SS knocks on my door. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and all you guys, and, and this is, I think, what is so encouraging to see. And then I think this is what, like I said, when you introduce the Bonnie Mill Amendment, your whole plan was to try to boost the lawsuit. and, yes. and Right? Because as Dave- Very got, modest little goals. Not to upset the whole world. There's a modest proposal. Did. Is it pointed out the difference between the people who are willing and are now stepping up and the people who just want to talk about things, right? Um, well, they actually don't. They want, they like being controlled by the Democrats. I mean, it's a little of the Stockholm syndrome. We enjoy being indentured servants to the to the Democrats, and we certainly shouldn't do do anything to upset the apple cart. No, like Thomas Jefferson, what would we think if he tried to overthrow the government? And in Madison, I mean, (laughs) well, again, though, that's maybe the Democrat. You know, they're going to be accusing him of writing the Jefferson the the the, the Declaration of Independence or something. I mean, they need to get rid of the whole concept that insurrection can be good, right? We need to forget it. We were not. We were did not have anything to do with insurrection the british just handed it over our children's children will be reading about this in our own little history books which are uh <laughs> well yeah exactly but it you know it does come at a time you know on this party friday i hate to bring up a downer thing but you look at the yet another indictment of trump right and you know it's people even alex berenson that liberal writer he says what people don't get is the people we are you know he said if you mess with the if you mess with the bull, you get the horns. And he said what, what a lot of the Democrats don't realize, and I think a lot of people in our own party don't realize, is the people are the bull. Trump is the horn, but the people are the bull. And so you're not going to get rid of us. And, you know, so I think that's why they feel so exposed because they've been exposed for exactly what they are. And the time is long past when people are willing to, you know, you need to step up. It's like, if not now, I mean, that's why it's so great with Mark. This one, Bonnie Old Amendment has a nice ring to it. Kind of like Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Leo Leo was saying, Barney, I know you and Charlene have my six in case they come knocking at your door. But but again, you know, you're exposing them. And and all they don't, they don't have to give money. They actually just have to vote, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They just have to vote. And in so doing, let people know where they come from. They would way rather, these establishment characters would way rather hide. They'd way rather try to get your money. Or if you aren't going to give it, there are enough Democrats anymore who will give them money to run campaigns and things. So they're happy Um, rather than actually save the state. Because you look at, if this isn't successful, you know, like Dave said, we've we've lost historically for the last three times. I don't know, look what's happening in the city of Denver where you have Dozens, and they removed dozens of homeless people living on the streets, and it become rodent infested. This is downtown Denver, twenty second. Oh, plague territory. Yeah, twenty second and stout, right? And you, I mean, and I don't know if you guys have been down there, but it's different, and it's hurting the whole city. The, I mean, there's not going to be anything left to save if we don't act pretty quickly. I think, don't you? Yeah, I do. I agree. I agree. At least we get some more comments in here too. Oh. Charlene for oh 
<laughs> They're talking about Barney is saying, I know, or Leo is saying, Barney, I know you and Charlene have my back. And then Barney says, yeah, Charlene first. <laughs> and then Charlene says, I think I can outrun you, Barney. Oh, wow. <laughs> that reminds me a quick story. I'm just quick digressing here um, on this party Friday years ago. When I was a TV reporter, we were doing an interview with an inmate um, in jail. He was in jail. And normally what they well, did is, right. well, I, well, okay, good point. Normally what they do is they would take you into a room, right? And there would be a guard there. In this particular instance, they walk us down this long hall. Doo, 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 doo. They open a door and it's essentially like another, it's like a little cell. It's the size of a cell, but with a table there. And they're like, okay, well, you guys are going to be in here. And then we're going to lock the door and we'll bring the inmate in. And he was a mass murderer, he was, right? He was a serial killer. <laughs> and we're going to bring him in. And they're like, and then we'll lock the door again. And we'll lock all you guys in here. And if there's any problems, you push that red button there. <laughs> and then we'll come running to see what's going on. Um, and so we'll look at that. the photographer looks at me. And he goes, <laughs> Out of there. Huh? No, he goes, just so you know, if anything happens, I'm going to say, take the white girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, thank you. And we watched the guard walk down the long way. It turned out well. We were all safe and 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 no one no one was there. But but I know how you feel, Leo. I know how you feel. <laughs> hey guys, that's gonna actually wrap it up for this party Friday for us. On Monday, obviously we'll have the report on the big vote. Yep, yep, we will. Um, and uh, Mark, again, thank you for what you're doing. We'll yes. let you know how all of that goes as well. Thank you to Dave. Um, Thomas, all of you guys on Zoom, remember you can um, catch all of our shows at chuckandjulie.com. Uh, and that'll be it. Everybody have a, we're off to Party Friday. Party Friday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye-bye.